0: We're so glad you joined us for this leadership discussion again today. With me today is Wes Dudley. So glad you're here, man. I'm really
1: excited to be here. Thanks for the invite to join you.
0: I really, really wanted to pick your brain because uh, I'm just trying to understand all the different generations today. You know, the five generations we live in and Mm -hmm. and all that. I know you guys have some real downloads on that. I've heard you really... Uh, clearly explain some of these things. Mm-hmm. Before
1: we do that, you're from Michigan, right? I'm a Michigan boy. Yep. You are. Yep, How did you raised. get to
0: Pennsylvania?
1: Well, um, I fell in love with a girl um, oh, that a few years happens. ago. Yeah. Yep, and she just kind of reeled me in, <laughs> and uh, the rest is history. So Pennsylvania very much is home now. But um, yeah, I still like to. Uh, yeah, I still kind of call you know, the, whole, the homeland uh, yeah. Michigan for me. So. Yeah, I know
0: you're on the pastoral team at Westgate Church. You're a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you lead young adults and I mean, all kinds mm-hmm. of things that you do. But you've got a real heart, I know, for for the generations. How did you come to Christ? And did you grow up just going to... Wake up one day, you're a believer. Yeah,
1: no, not quite. But I, I, yeah, so my parents were first generation Christians, and so just really born in that environment. And then at a very young age, just I, my, I clearly remember it. My dad led me to the Lord, and actually, I was very instrumental leading my brother to the Lord. Wow, my brother was instrumental leading my sister to the Lord. So really, kind of see that domino effect there. But yeah, it was much later in life, kind of like many other stories, you know, until I began to realize, you know, just who Jesus really is, yeah. and began just, to, um, just see Him get a hold of my heart, and just really understanding what it means to be a father follower of Jesus Christ and uh, but yeah I'm in it and uh, awesome. Jesus has made himself real to me and I would not have it any other way.
0: Amen. Amen. Now you also have some mission background. i just gonna get to know you a bit here before we get into asking you the hard yeah. questions on the generations. Yeah.
1: No idea. Yeah, I definitely have a love for the nations as well and God's just stirred up some things in my life as well and, and given me an opportunity to kind of just just I, I have my my um, just horizon just expanded and, and so I spent some time in Taiwan Lived, as a missionary. Uh, as a missionary, I yeah, lived four years over there, taught English, kind of worked for the government, but kind of, they gave us free reign just to share the gospel. Really? And do things and yeah, over there as well. And so that was something that just opened my eyes up to a lot. And I worked with a lot of different generations over there as well. So worked a lot with young adults, but then also had to just... Um, help bridge the gap with different, obviously, generations, but also different culture. Because when you get into Asian culture, they just, they think a lot differently than we do. They and do. obviously, we think yeah. differently than they do. So, so you were, were you married when you were in missions? Um, at first, uh, first, the first get-go over there, I was a single guy. Okay. And that's actually where I fell in love. And then came back, got married. You met your wife yeah. in, in yeah. Taiwan? Yep. Yeah. And uh, she's American, but yeah, right. they came back to the States, got married, headed back over there for a few more years. My sure. daughter was born over there right. and then came back to Pennsylvania and sinking our roots yeah, back down here. Well, so, I
0: think for a while you were a painter by trade. If yeah, I've I done a lot of
1: random stuff. So yeah, I kind of, <laughs> yeah. just jack of all trades. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm excited to ask you some questions on the generations. We live in the midst of these five generations. I'm trying to figure this out myself. Yeah. You know, I'm a boomer. I'm a baby yeah. boomer. And uh, talk to us, a little, just talk a little bit about, just give us an overview of the generation. Let's start there.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, I will say, uh, by no means am I an expert in this. I just, I, I feel like God has just um, given me a lot of grace, uh, but also a lot of create a, a lot of curiosity. Yes. You know, I love digging into this stuff. I I've love heard you
0: speak on this, it was amazing. I learned oh, so much. So oh, thank you. I'm looking but, forward to learning more. So tell us more. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, again, there's, there's some just there'd be some different um, ways of presenting it. There's different different opinions and like what we sure. label them. I and I, by no means I want to put any you know just say you're in this category. But I know we kind of look at if we if we just go way back, you know, we're looking at kind of the Greatest Generation is sometimes what they're called. And like those they're, they're, those would be those that were maybe born and raised around just you know the kind of the, the World War II or okay. or even. You know, obviously before that, you know, that whole era and that would be just a generation that that would have worked just incredibly hard. And I'd say a lot of us are standing on their yes, that's true. shoulders. They that's built true. a foundation. They also did so much at a young age that I feel like many of us can't. We don't have a clue. We do right. not have a clue. That's true. Um, that's even true. as a nation, as well as even just like mindsets, ideologies that kind of they helped create because of just the hard work, the um, and, and, and this is the challenges that they went through. Um, and so that would be kind of the, the first one. So they
0: were born in the, like, when the...
1: Yeah, anywhere, I'd say, between, like, early, you know, 1900s um, to even just, like, 1920s, 1930s. Okay. You know, they would have they would have gone through kind of that World War II or even um, the uh, Great Depression era. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of them you're going to find are going to be, like, in their, you know, just probably their 80s, maybe some right. 70s as well, but yeah, 80s, 90s. Okay. Um, okay. I just administer to, in a, uh, at a retirement center, and a lot of them, just you, you pick their brains, you talk to them, just the, the times that they grew up in is so different right. than what any of us have grown up in. The stories they have to tell are just so distinctive. Or hard work, hard work. Um, that they, uh, they, I'd say, you know, quite, you know, resistant to change. To okay. just, be, but okay. but also, I, it's not a slam on them. We've also right. we're going through a time in history where so much is changing. So I right. you can't really blame them either. Um,
0: now, so many of them were in, went through the war, of course, the Second yes. World War. How did that? How does that affect their generation?
1: Well, I think a lot of them. It, it, one, it, it can really affect their, just their their worldview because yeah. um, at that time it, it would have been, um, you know, the world probably was a little was a little bigger for us. You know, it's so easy to travel, get around, and we're, we're interacting with different cultures quite right. easily. Where at the time um, things were probably a little more black and white. You believed this, or you believed this. Um, whereas now you can get, you know, just when it comes to different mindsets, they're all across the board, um, but it wasn't quite, um, it wasn't quite as diverse, I'd say at that time. So it was like, well, if you're going to flow in this vein, um, it was, it it would be very easy to maybe either alienate the other side or even just, I mean, very quickly say, you know what, we're going to disassociate because, you know, we, 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 uh, I'm on the other side of the aisle here.
0: It's it's so interesting hearing this because I I meet uh, people in the business world just in the last week meet people and they say, oh, yeah, our whole company realized we need to how to relate to these generations, how do we relate to relate to those who are still here, maybe the owners, the founders yeah. of the company yeah. who are still in this yeah, greatest generation. So and yet there's all these other generations. How does this yeah. work? Now, I'm a boomer. So yeah. wh- where do I come in? Where does that start?
1: Yeah. So it's funny, too, because it's, it's, it's been interesting to see how even just the term boomer has become. I mean, we, baby boomers been around for a while. Obviously, yeah. we called them, we we referred to them, you know, in that in that way. But what's just been kind of comical is just even now, it's like it's becoming more of a. Uh uh, not a buzzword, but you're hearing you, you hear the word boomer get thrown around really, a bit more, yeah. And so it's been funny, even just in my position, because as I work with a lot of young adults, those that would be kind of like the Gen Z, yeah, or the um, some of the millennials as well, the, the younger millennials, just to see like how I, I feel like the boomers are getting picked on quite a bit.
0: Well, I heard that it's and, kind of okay, boomer, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> that's that's something you hear quite a bit, and, and you know, and, and to me, it's I mean, really, if I take a real step back, it's it, it, there's probably a bit of disrespect there, you know, when it's turned into however you know i think there's also some truth to it you sure. know, there was there was um you know one one meme that i saw going around where it's like you know before you boomers start you know lecturing us on uh you know our our uh, just ideology right. let's let's remember who who put linoleum on all these hard beautiful hardwood floors you know so <laughs> just pick it on them in, in different ways like that and recognizing <laughs> that, like well you guys are it's your fault why we are the way we are right Again, that's not what we're really getting into, but just when, right. when you look at just the baby boomer generation, that would be my parents as well. You know, they, they, sure. they've been a part of that. Sure. And
0: um, what do t- you see in us? Or who are we?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I think I, um, because of just you look at those in the greatest generation that would have worked so yeah. hard, yeah. that would have just tried to lay this 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 groundwork and this foundation and again this was from a place in my opinion of just you know what they'd seen in the past they'd seen a lot of war they'd seen a lot of tension how can we actually create a time of peace and health for our kids and that's what they worked so hard to do they did but what i think that's also created was it, it made things um it made things a little uh maybe sometimes a little i wouldn't say too easy for them but like they 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 almost went to the extreme of trying just to like make sure that 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 uh Things worked out well that they had what you know what they needed which again it created a domino effect because then the baby boomers in turn began to do that with their uh-huh. you know maybe their uh, millennial uh, or even gen x yeah. Um, children yeah and so that's one of the things that i think we see with some of the baby boomers is just that you know they they I w- i'm not going to say coddled because they had plenty of things that they had to go through themselves right. but they would have gone through just kind of those Hippie years, oh, yeah. just kind of like, hey, we've had these worked out, little, and yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, just all <laughs> the dumb
0: artists. They me,
1: oh yeah. Okay, so yeah, you know. And so, again, a lot of this is just my perception because I wasn't born in those days, sure. but um, it's just intriguing just to kind of see what they were given and then how they took what they were given and what they built with that. And so that's, you know, that is something that we see that uh, just with the baby boomer generation yeah, just. Yeah,
0: before my dad passed on, he was 85, and a couple weeks before. And I just realized how much he had done to help me. Mm. And I'm in there at his bed in the hospital, and I'm saying, Dad, you realize, you know, I've been blessed, you know, to see the churches planted all over the world, all these things. It's because of you. Mm. You know, because you laid the groundwork for, for me and mm-hmm. financially helped me. And yes. It's all these stories behind yes. the stories that a lot of people don't understand when it comes
1: to these generations and how we help the next generation. Exactly. We do, yeah. And yeah. I think that's... All the all the way down the board, and the other thing that I would say too, is that, because the other, I find it so intriguing that we're caught up in like you know even giving these labels and talking about generations. Like, why do we even care? You know, why why do we actually why or why are we actually pointing? Why are we trying to figure this stuff out? Because I, I have to wonder, is was this something that like, got discussed? You know, back in the. 19th century 18th century were they really concerned about which generation you are a part Interesting.
0: of I never and, But
1: here's one of the things why i think this matters yeah. or, or why at least it's pointed to now more than possibly in the past sure Is because things are changing at an exponential rate okay you know when you look at how much change has occurred over the last let's just even say 100 years so sure. these generations oh, yeah, here yeah it is you know, it is amazing to yeah. see how much has happened. So it, it, there, there's 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 a massive amount of change that happened between the greatest generation to baby boomers, to right. baby boomers, to Gen Xers, Gen Xers right. to millennials, millennials to, right. you know, to, right. to, to the um, Gen Z. And so that's one reason why it's like it's catching all of our notice because we're like, wow, there's a lot that's happened. And in in, in like, how do we actually work together in the midst of this change? Because yeah. before that. Yeah. Yeah, there were some different mindsets sure. that were catching on, sure. you know, in the 19th century. Yeah, there were some, maybe some cutting edge types of things. But right. for the most part, everyone was still doing everything the exact yeah, same way. You weren't getting around traveling. You still had to go everywhere by boat. Culture wasn't really influencing. You mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. multiple, multiple different cultures. You know what I mean?
0: I do. I do. So
1: that's why these conversations, though, are still relevant because right. there's a lot happening.
0: Right. Okay. So for me, then, you know, I was born in 1950. Did I just get in? Uh, you know, when do the baby boobers come to this?
1: Yeah, some of that stuff is yeah, probably just stuff for discussion and okay. different. People have different mindsets okay. there as far as like when the actual. I know I'm in occur. the early
0: part of the baby boomers, but that's yeah. all that I
1: know. Yeah, you would be probably more in the, in the early part. Yeah. I think um, you probably be go, that would probably go all the way up until late '60s, okay. maybe early '70s. Okay. I mean, early '70s is probably pushing it. Right. Um, because then you'd be getting into that Gen X generation, which and that's right. and that would be um, yeah, probably just around that decade. In the 70s is okay. what a lot of people would say. And then, again, there's different anthropologists, you know, just different right. you know, okay. people that analyze this stuff. So there's they don't no... agree.
0: They don't oh, okay, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah,
1: you can find so many different Because I've noticed that. You know, I've yeah. gone
0: online and said, to get when the baby was yeah. started, you get all these different ideas. Yeah, and
1: we all identify, you know, sure. different different things. So, I sure. mean, there's plenty of people that even with my age, so I was born in 1981, And so there's some that would say that, well, I'm a millennial. There's others that would say I'm a Gen Xer. And so like, Uh I don't really care. I just I kind of know where I would fit in with some of this stuff. Um, And again, I don't I'm not really worried about the labels, but it does help us understand where someone's coming from.
0: Yeah, talk to me about Gen X. You know, yeah. So what you know, they're called the lost
1: generation. Yeah, I I have heard that before too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talk talk to me
0: more about that. Like my kids, my oldest kids would be Gen X. Okay
1: yeah so that that would be the the generation so it's, it's funny when i when I think of them I think of them in terms of like my babysitters, you know so they were the ones that when I was a kid <laughs> it was the Gen Xers that were you know that were uh that were the ones that would watch me as a kid you know that would be that that you know the ones that were born in the early because, you know when I was a young child they would have been about sixteen years old sure. um they were the ones that I remember walking to you know just i remember sit, just watching out the window I was just telling someone the story the other day you're there in the 80s and you'd have the guy walking down the street with like the huge, you know, tennis shoes with like a giant boombox on his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, right, right. You know, just just trying to, it's just funny because I really feel like when you look at that those Gen Xers, they're really just trying to like figure out who they were. There was like this, yeah. there was a lostness to it, like you said, right. you know, just like just trying to wander through the desert. Like, who are we? What can we take pride in? You know, like, where do we stand today? And it's a, it's an intriguing generation to me. Um, because of just, um, j- just yeah, kind of the, the wandering, and they were also the ones too. And again, you'll see this with so many generations where, you know, they, they would question what their parents or what what, what was laid out for them um, as a child. But I felt with Gen X, they that's where some of the real pushback began right, to right. when it comes, particularly just to like. Um, Mindsets. When he, when you looked at like you know the the boomers and you know, the way that they would push back with some stuff, it was a little bit of a different type of pushback. Gen X, things began to rapidly change, in mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. and you began to see um, just even like, well, well, why is it done this way or telling me this is this is or especially in the Christian realm right you know it was a lot of well, this is what we've always believed or this is the Bible version to look at this is you know this that and the yes. other and there was a begin to get a lot of pushback with some of that stuff uh-huh. and so it's just intriguing to kind of see just just that mental shift almost yeah. with that particular generation for those that were born in the 70s. Yeah. I know
0: it's like we grew up with, with, God said it, I believe it, that settles exactly. it. Okay, that's yes. right, that's why Genesis grew up. Yep. And you know, coming out of the Jesus revolution and yep. all that. And then the next generation, is kind of like, no, we don't see
1: it like that. It's <laughs> not so simple. No, it's not. And that started something, because I think what, what Gen X began to move in with that mindset, we're just to continue to see it. But you don't really, when you, when you actually look past gen x you know into the baby boomers and beyond like you said there was more of this just like we're taking this by faith like why we're not going to be a skeptic in this we're just you know this is what i've always been taught we're going to walk yeah. in this stuff but yeah. like that's they change they change something there
0: yeah okay according to the millennials talk millennials to me. talk to me when yeah they so the when millennials to me are the
1: most intriguing really And here's why that's because you might be one well, maybe yeah, because like yeah, because that's what I am. No, well, well, again, if you actually look again, some experts say that like I was born, I'm, I'm without a generation. They say really? like, yeah, 1979 or nineteen eighty two You like, were the lost generation. Like the, yeah, I'm the one that like I don't have a generation. I I don't need a label. It's okay. But what's interesting is like a lot of people, a lot of these millennials, particularly the older millennials, so yeah. like me, let's just say, yeah. they were born. They they maybe had an analog childhood but a digital adulthood is kind of what they would say. So, like, for me, I can clearly remember, you know, the rotary phones. You know, I remember that as a child, you know, all those types of things. But I also clearly remember the day that I would have been, I don't know, maybe 12 years old, 13 years old, when we got a computer in our home. And when I was maybe 16, when we got Internet, you know, so I remember being able to, like, you know, with the AOL and the motorbike. You remember that? I remember all of that stuff. And we clearly remember it because I was a teenager. Yeah. So I'm kind of like... Um, millennials, oh, again, older millennials, I think, are in a very unique position because that's where we, you know, if you look at the last 30 years, yeah. think about how much things have changed just in a, ra- just yeah. a rapid way. Yes. And they kind of have their feet in both camps mm-hmm. where, like, they, they mm-hmm. remember the past. They know that, you know, the, the VCR thing or even, the, <laughs> you know, the eight tracks, that kind of stuff. But, again, they have no problem. No problem acclimating to the digital age right. and all of that entails, as well as, in my opinion, adapting and connecting to other cultures because they would have probably grown up with more of like this, you know, travel bug and wanting to get a, go around the world. Opportunities were just abounding more and more and you begin to go, you know, just be able to hit different countries and talk to different people. And so their 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 minds and perspectives began to grow at an exponential rate as well because they had so many different experiences. Yeah. And they're okay with, like, it's, it's, the black and white doesn't matter anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of gray. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, how can we just understand each other here? You know, taking the maybe even the hippie movement and putting that on steroids, you know? Right,
0: right. Okay. So move ahead to the next generation.
1: So then we have um are gen z yeah um they're sometimes called zoomers and so that's where um i i I love the zoomers that's who i'm kind of working with a lot more now um as a as a young adult pastor i just deal a lot with them and you know they would be probably within 24 23 years old younger um you know in that in that that teenage phase and um how do they
0: think what's different about them what's unique about them
1: yeah so um, Gen Z is is, uh, is is a generation that I'm still trying to learn as much as I can about. Um, there's someone, there 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 a group of uh, of young people that um, I think that there's a lot of impatience, a lot of frustration with, you know, just maybe some of the radical ideas and different things that that Gen X and Millennials begin to present. And I and what I'm seeing from the Gen Zers that I'm that I've worked with. Yeah is that there's there's just this deep hunger and there's actually a desire to get back to maybe some of the basics. I've seen
0: that too. You know, I've there's a desire
1: the to like, you know what, this, all the, it, yeah. and, and here's the thing too, when you look at maybe the, the big push or like the, the love for social media um, with with Instagram and with uh, Facebook, or with Snapchat, and I'm not trying to say that, that Gen Z is not in those platforms, but I can see a level of impatience where they're just like, wait, the, the connection's not there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not finding it here. So one sense, I think there's a, there's still some lostness there because they're still trying to find it. But I've been I've been able and have the privilege to work with a lot of Gen Zers who are like, you know what, I realize it's not here and I'm seeing, you know, I see now which direction I need to move in and I'm going to do what it takes to begin to get back to a place of just healthy connection. I want to actually, I, I'm curious and I want to actually start doing some reading about like why do people believe what they believe back in the past and how do I actually build off of that? So I think there's a bit of a, a turning around. I think the ship's getting turned a little bit in a healthy way when it comes to just mindsets. Um,
0: That's so interesting because as a young, you know, as my teenager came to Christ at 18 and then 20s, I just had this hunger to learn from those a generation ago. Yeah. You, know, re, you know, God moved sovereignly in the nations and the Welsh revivals and all those kind of things. I was constantly reading that kind of yeah. stuff, learning about those kind of things. And uh, and I found some generations that weren't interested at all. Yeah. But I'm finding Gen Z is.
1: Yeah, I am too. And, and the other thing that I'm finding too is like there's a there's a desire to just mingle with those that are older than them. Yeah. Which is intriguing because I do feel like our culture today, there's, this, there's still this love for youth. Yeah. You know, like how can I stay young? Yeah. But I feel like Gen Z in one sense is pushing against that. And they're saying, no, I recognize the value in older generations and even the way that I've just been approached the way that I have just been um, people pursuing me as those that within that Gen Z, you know, demographic and to see like how they are just hungry for relationship, but also again, older relationships and how do I um, connect to that? And uh, how do I actually glean from that and learn from it? Like kind of like what you alluded to
0: to talk to me about how can these generations work together more effectively? Um, you know, you know and, and what are the problems you see? What are the issues? What are the concerns you have? <laughs> what are some things generations are doing wrong? Yeah. you know, for example, I, I know one thing my generation did wrong was I know there are many in the lost as I call the lost mm-hmm. generation, the genetic generation Feel like the tendency of my generation was to skip a couple of generations, and just go to a really younger generation, mm. and they felt skipped. Yeah, and I, I get that. Yeah, you know that that was a mistake. Yeah, I think that has happened some places. But talk to me more about about that.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, so we we already know that you know in Ecclesiastes, right, it, 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 there's there's so much truth there. But like, where's you know, there's nothing new under the sun. So right. I think we can first of all, we have to approach all of it with that framework and realizing that like, okay, let's stop acting like. You know, your problem is the first time this has ever been, you know, yeah. experienced, there's still nothing like the, the human heart is yeah. still the same. Yeah. However, yes, like I said, too, we are we are in a place in history. There's so much happening. There's so many moving parts in this day and age where there's a lot of challenges that we're facing that hasn't had to that have not had been that has not had to have been faced before. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I, there's a, there's a uh, are you familiar with G.K. Chesterton? I oh, am. Yeah. Um, just, I know he was someone that actually was very influential and even just, and in C.S. Lewis's writings, yes. he was someone he loved. And he made yes. a statement, he says, I believe what really happens in history is this. So you, you get to realize this was over 100 years ago. Right, but right. listen to this, this is okay. like so relevant even today. He says, okay. I believe what really happens in history is this. The old man is always wrong and the young people are always wrong about what is wrong with him. The practical form it takes is this: that while the old man may stand by some stupid custom, the young man always attacks it with some theory that turns out to be equally stupid. <laughs> so it's interesting to see like how he poses this, you know, years yeah. ago. But like, come on, you can you can see this happening today, right? Yeah, Where are like, yeah. you actually have, you know, maybe your stereotypical, you know, grouchy, you know, old man like saying this is what's wrong with the generation, and more than likely they're now that they don't even have a clue because they haven't actually met them where they're at but then on the other side you have the young people that are just like well this is why you're wrong and they're wrong too (laughs) so can we just stop can we lay aside our preconceived ideas can we actually lay aside some of our even just our frustrations or even the ways that we that we we've been made to feel inferior Mm -hmm. as a generation and can we recognize that we have much to learn from each other? And that sounds, I realize, sounds so stereotypical. That's, that's. Th- there are some things there to, that I can just be like, well, that's that's just the easy way out. That's the answer. How do we get there? Yeah, There's a couple ways to get there. One of the things that I found intriguing, when you look at Elijah and Elisha, mm-hmm. you know, just two amazing prophets in right. the Old Testament, and you look at the way that Elijah... Um, was just carrying the torch for the Lord and just walking in boldness, and yeah. he had this younger man following him, Elisha. And it gets we gets talked about often how you know Elisha asked for this double portion, and God gave it to him. Right. Elijah passed it on to him, but that's not what happened first. The first thing that happened is Elijah said to Elisha, "What can I do for you?" Uh-huh. And I believe that it would go, it would do that's so good wonders. That's so good. in our culture. And in our generations today, if Mm. we would even have the older say, hey, how can I help? Mm. What can I do for you? Mm. How can I help you succeed? Mm. And you know what? I realize that some of those older generations will probably be taken advantage of even when they do that. Mm. I understand that. Mm. But I do believe that there's something to that starting point Mm. because... If we can stop going into the mindset, well, hey, I'm the older, I'm the senior here. If you just would honor me and respect me, well, then we'll get somewhere. No, you know what? How about right. we just have the older say, how that's can so I serve good. you and meet you where you're at? And so you, Larry, good. you've talked about this so much about spiritual parenting, mm-hmm. right? right? I know this is just, this is just something you've carried and in, in, in just tried to exhort mm-hmm. the body of Christ with for generation, for, for decades, right? Mm-hmm. But that's where a lot of this starts, isn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's
0: how can I help? It's true. Sure and
1: um, and I, I just have to wonder if... If that can occur, if if they can actually stick that step, what that can lead to, because it can break down walls in so mm-hmm. many different ways.
0: So you're saying every generation that applies. Yes. So a Gen X would, yes. yeah. would say that to millennials, or millennials would say that to Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And w- what are we told in scripture? You are a chosen generation. What generation? All of you. And it's not right. just like, it's not one of those generic, like, oh, you're all special just because. No. <laughs> Each of you are a chosen generation. Right. God has called you out. So you're good. necessary. So how can we also, you can recognize the worth that you have, but also begin to value those below you. And there's, you actually, you, you um, pointed this quote out to me um, a couple years ago. And there's a good author that we we know, um, Benjamin Dietrich. Mm-hmm. He talks mm-hmm. about just, um, uh just new breed arising is the name of his book and he he quotes a nigerian proverb in there and he says in times of crisis the wise build bridges but the foolish build dams in times of crisis the wise build bridges but the foolish build dams and I get you know we we are at a tipping point in some degree because there's yes. a lot of tension yeah. you know between generations there's a lot yeah. of just frustrations with each other there's our world as it gets smaller we're actually able to recognize things that are happening around the world and we're grabbing ideologies maybe just because we read about it you know on social media or because oh, it just feels right so I'm mm-hmm. going to do it so it's it's tense. What would you? But thought, how can we build those bridges? Sure.
0: What would you tell someone of my generation? And I don't feel this personally, but I know many do what would you tell them when when they would say to you well i don't know that i'd be accepted by you i don't know they won't ever hear from me i understand what i mean what do you tell
1: them um my my first my first challenge would would just be just humble yourself yeah there's so much just even in that question itself can sometimes be a spirit of pride because
0: they should say what could I do to help you? Yes,
1: exactly. exactly. And, you know, Paul made that clear, too. He said, you know, make make allowance for one another's faults because of your love. So, listen, I recognize there's a fault there, maybe with, with my generation, mm-hmm. with other generations, but can we make allowance for it and yeah. actually serve someone? Because my tr- my love for you as a brother or sister in Christ, my yeah. love for you, even if, like, you're not a believer, my love for you just even as a person made in the image of God should trump any fault that I see in your life, any fault so that good. I see with the generation. So yeah. I realize some of these can be, like, plug and play answers or feel like it. Yeah. But this truth carries so much weight, particularly as we're working together with generations, because we don't want to dam up, you know, in these times of crisis. We want to build build bridges. And one of the best ways to build those bridges is to ask those simple questions. How can I help? But then on the younger side, too, it's so important for them to walk in that spirit of honor and i realized that there, there's there's not always been a lot of honor either so you know some of some of these memes that we have flying around sure. making fun of the boomers okay boomer that's not helping guys that's not helping i think it's kind of funny personally it's know, I, I get funny. it yeah i know i know but like again the heartbeat behind it i just right. I think there's like this they're, they're trying to drive right. that knife right. in you know
0: any any terms that different generations use that you find interesting or amazing or amusing? Uh, well,
1: right, you know, the first one that comes to mind, and this one this cracks me up. This the, uh, the the Zoomers who say the, yeah. the Gen Z like they, this this is this one word they've been hung up on. Yeah. I hear it I hear it all the time. Right. Have you heard of the word yeet? I have
0: I have Talk to me
1: about it. What does that mean? Well, that's that's the question of the hour. I don't think it actually is one of those one of those words that I don't actually even know if it has any real meaning. Just, it can be whatever you want it to mean, you know? Just yeet you know just you're yeet. excited about something yeet. yeah i'm just like hey i'm you know like let's go somewhere you're, you're you're affirming something yeet you know just so i don't know i'm sure like when i say it like you know the zoomers like roll their eyes and like right. oh my word west you don't even know what you're talking about but <laughs> hey i in my opinion i don't understand what you're talking about either so i'm just gonna try to fit it in, and i'm just gonna use the word <laughs> yes okay. yeah, so now hey now you're actually relevant now <laughs> not relevant the good. gen z generation yeah. <laughs> any any other terms that you know is oh, that, man, i got the big one um uh, yeah that's probably one of the big ones for now <laughs> yeah there's a lot of them out there and there's a lot of funny videos going around
0: so what anything else you would say to any pastors join us today or any business leader who are working with the generation they've got all the generations they're working with all of them and they need to and how to be effective. And uh, I mean I talked to somebody in a major corporation just a couple of days ago. He said he said our corporation brought in in uh, consultants to help us do this. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. It is
1: huge. Yeah, I I think those, those that that's a great thing to be doing, you know, being purposeful mm-hmm. and trying to find ways to bring in other generations. So realize, okay, you know what, we have a hole right now that we need to fill. And so instead of maybe just gravitating towards what you would normally it, So a lot of times what we can do is when we look at, when we take, when we evaluate who we need, Mm -hmm. we just say, okay, well, let me just find the one with the the perfect gift, with the perfect skill. But I would say, okay, not just that, but how about you actually look at the generation component too? Because Mm -hmm. if you're missing a generation component, it would very likely be wise, you know, to not just get the person that actually has just the skill set, but find the, oh, wait, we don't have a millennial on our team. Well, then get one. That's and again, so thats it sounds so weird to even saying that because it's like, you know, go get yourself a, a millennial <laughs> because but, but, we're not trying to put those labels. But again, they're going to bring so much value yes. to your organization, to your mindset, because they're going to see things in a way that you don't see. And they're going to be able to connect with those in that generation exactly. in ways that you may not yeah. even have a clue.
0: Yeah, that's true culturally. That's true generationally. That's true in a lot of areas. Yeah. yeah, yeah I really agree. And, yeah. Anything else you say, this, Larry, is important for you and your friends to know about the generations? Is there anything else that you feel like we're missing in our dialogue today?
1: No, there's just, yeah, I, I, again, so many biblical principles that we apply to so many areas of our life, are just apply to this too. You know, So it comes down to, you know, what. I, I, stop just trying to build your own kingdom. Are you mm-hmm. about your father's business? Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus accomplished everything that his father gave him to do because he engaged people just with love. You know, he wasn't looking down on anyone or any generation. So, again, can we do the same thing? Are you, are, you, are you trying to build your own kingdom? Are you just about your own business? Or are you building the kingdom of our Amen. God? And Amen. are you about his business? Amen. And if so, then this generation thing really shouldn't work anybody up. And you should be do, yeah. doing everything within your power to understand mindsets of those that are a different age than you, pulling them into your network as well as trying to engage them in theirs.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I mean, it's really been in my heart deeply that in anything we do, we're finding ways to connect with all the generations. And, yeah, and you do throw, a good job of that. I, just well, want to I appreciate that. You do a that. great job of that, literally. You know, he's the guy of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. That's three generations. Yeah. But today, you know, we live, people live longer today. And today we live in the midst of five generations. Yeah. And we need to find a way to honor all of those we generations. We do. We really do. Yeah. And I think when you do that, we'll see God honored and we'll see God do some amazing things. Because every generation will have an open door to connect. Yeah because there's people, like you say, either leadership or staff, whatever, who are helping us connect with all the generations.
1: Yeah. Wes, thank you yeah. for
0: joining me today. No, it's and an honor. You,
1: oh yeah, it was is it,
0: so, so good. It's an exciting you, time to
1: be alive though, isn't it? It's is yeah. a great time we're, to we're be alive. Like, and we're stuff.
0: so glad you joined us yeah, for, nice. this, uh, for our leadership discussion. We look forward to being back again real soon. Thank you for listening to Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. If you want more information about any of Larry's books, Daily devotionals, small group resources, or any other teachings? Go to larrycrider.com.